Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. A difficult time for everybody in this country right now. So many things going on. I thought we would be reviewing Game 3 of the Stanley Cup series between the Islanders and the Philadelphia Flyers, but that is obviously not possible since the game was postponed as the NHL announced that they were postponing all games scheduled for Thursday and Friday of this week in reaction to the tragic shooting of Jacob Blake in Wisconsin and uh, the fact that so many athletes started with the NBA, the WNBA, MLS, a number of major league teams, all the athletes more or less uniting to react to the tragic events in Kenosha, Wisconsin earlier this week. And uh, so the Islanders not playing. We will talk about that situation, how some of the Islanders players and coaches are reacting to it. We will preview game three, which is now going to take place Saturday at 12 noon and uh, talk about in part, what this delay will mean to the series, but more importantly, uh, what the entire situation means to the country and uh, and where we go from here. So lots to talk about on today's show. And please, if you have an opinion, want to chime in, have something you'd like us to discuss, uh, please feel free to send us an email. The email address for the show is LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the air when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also join the conversation on Twitter. To follow the show on Twitter, our handle is at LockedOnIsles. And you can also follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest news and notes concerning the New York Islanders. So, Game 3 postponed, the New York Islanders releasing a statement uh, about the situation. It just simply says, we are in total support of our players as they use their platform to bring further attention to a movement that is important to them our organization, and our game. We will continue to work together as we promote equality 
and to end racial and social injustice. That is the statement released via the Islanders uh, from the Islanders organization via their official website and on Twitter and uh, basically the message that the Islanders uh, are trying to send out there. And there was a further uh, quote from Barry Trotz. Uh, basically, he said his dis- players were discussing amongst themselves whether or not they were going to play uh, yesterday. And uh, here's what Trotz had to say. They understand the importance of the playoffs, but they also understand where the world is right now and what happened yesterday. We weren't really quite informed of what was happening on Wednesday. We were playing when all this happened, and then as you get to digest it, I think what happened last night is a great statement for the athletes. They have a great platform, and they used it. So that was uh, Barry Trotz making his feelings known uh, as to what the players were doing concerning the uh, entire situation uh, as professional athletes uh, reacting throughout the sports world to the tragedy in Kenosha, Wisconsin, concerning Jacob Blake. And, uh, you know, uh, this is a hockey show, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time preaching about what happened and, and, and my two cents on it, but I will say this. In this country right now, there is just too much division and too much name-calling and too many people talking past each other and not to each other. And I think that one thing that really needs to happen for us as a country to move forward is that we listen to one another, that we respect people who have a different perspective and try to, as the old cliche goes, walk a mile in their shoes. I am not African-American, and I, as a parent, could not imagine how I would try to speak to my children about what happened in Kenosha and so many other places too often in our history. How do I protect my children when they could be threatened by the people who are supposed to be protecting everybody? And at the same time, we need to understand that most police officers are good people who are trying to do what is, without a doubt, a very difficult job. They put their lives on the line a lot to help other people and keep everybody safe when they do their job the way it's supposed to be done. And at the end of the day, everybody in this discussion wants the same thing. They want to be safe. At the end of the day, they want to return safely to their homes and feel secure. And they want our communities, whether it's our cities, our suburbs, our rural areas, wherever they live or work or go, to be a place that people want to be, that people can live together safely in harmony. And the key to making changes first, first, is to listen and to understand where 
a person of color is coming from when they talk about their concerns about systemic racism and where the police are coming from when they talk about trying to do their job and be safe. Hopefully we can start to listen to one another and that these protests, these decisions by athletes and by leagues will help facilitate that discussion, will help people to listen to one another and work together in order to make our society a better place. There is no easy answer, but I know that the answer is not pointing fingers, making recriminations, and dehumanizing the other side. And I hope, and from the bottom of my heart, that we as a country can find a way to pull together, to work together, to listen to one another, and to make things better for everybody so that everyone can feel safe and secure in their lives, for their children, for their families, and for themselves. That is part of the American dream. And people should not be denied that dream because of their race, religion, creed, color, sexual orientation, etc. Uh, at the end of the day, America is strongest when we all pull together and help each other. And hopefully, by raising awareness, these athletes and the people who are peacefully protesting can help make that possible sooner rather than later. So it's a difficult situation and it's sad and it's painful and you don't want to see people getting shot, people violence in the streets. You don't want to see any of that. And I just hope that this country finds a way to make things better for everybody. We've got a lot more to talk about here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Uh, we will talk about Game 3, what this delay in the series is going to mean, and uh, what we should expect. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a whole lot more still to come. So, more to come here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Folks, if you're like me, you stay away from protein bars sometimes because the taste isn't good, the consistency isn't right. But that doesn't have to happen now because there's Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and the improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. There are now 18 amazing flavors. Some have nuts, some do not. There are six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, lemon almond cheesecake, and don't forget cherry barcia. All Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat that is low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Take the Cherry Barcia flavor. It has 17 grams of protein in each bar, just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Right now... Built Bar has a reset promo code for this relaunch. You get a free cooler 
with purchase while supplies last. And if you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Hey guys, talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, had a long day at work, or sorry honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about it. With real healthcare professionals who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and best of all, totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet, and getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If you're approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. So the question uh, now really becomes, how do the Islanders respond to this delay? And, you know, I think this is sort of a reset. And it's almost like the first two games of this series are done. It's all even. You now have this two-day break, and then you have a best-of-five series really coming up. Uh, the, the Islanders certainly outplayed them in Game 1, uh, especially in the first and third periods. The Islanders were outplayed in Game 2 in the first period, and then gradually came back, and that was a, a very good sign. Now, they end up losing in overtime, but now we have a whole different series on our hands. Uh, some quotes, you know, there was some talk, Tomas Grice played well, played uh, 47 minutes, 32 seconds, only gave up one goal after facing 21 shots, and so some people in you know, in, on social media, we're questioning whether or not they should start Grice or Varlamov in Game 3, and I don't think there was all that much of a, of a doubt uh, that Varlamov would have started had the game been played last night, and that he will probably get the start again on Saturday afternoon. Now, that does not mean that if Varlamov struggles again, they wouldn't hesitate to turn to Tomas Grice. Here's what Anders Lee had to say about Varlamov's performance in Game 2. We didn't give him any help. That's not on Varley. That's on us in front of him. He backed us up enough. We can do a better job of giving him better looks and not so many grade-A chances in the first 10 minutes of a game. So, Anders Lee definitely coming to the defense of Simeon Varlamov. And, and here's what Barry Trotz had to say about Tomas Grice's performance in Game 2. He was solid. He made a couple of key saves for us. 
he looked very comfortable, which is a great sign. That's a positive for his attitude and his work ethic and our goaltending department. And we say, you have to be ready in the playoffs. And he was definitely ready. And uh, then they asked Tomas Grice whether he would get this, you know, was ready to start in game three and whether or not he'd play. He said, that's the coach's decision. We'll see what happens there. But I am always ready. By the way, again, Simeon Varlamov uh, now has the New Islanders playoff shutout record, 138 minutes and 17 seconds, beating Billy Smith's record of 136.59 set back in 1980. So the Islanders uh, in a a situation now where, again, time to start over, to regroup, try to build on the fact that they played two solid periods, uh, but you need to play three, or if necessary, more than that, in order to win playoff hockey games. Barry Trotz said, I like the fact that we were resilient. We hung in there and found a way to get it 3-3. There was no quit on our bench. But then he continued, a loss is a loss, and we've got to put it behind us and focus on the next game. It's a swing game, game three. We're tied 1-1 in the series. So, Barry Trotz, Anders Lee, uh, and Tomas Grice all commenting and basically trying to put into perspective where we're at right now with uh, this series when it resumes on Saturday as the Islanders and the Flyers prepare to continue their series after this uh, two-day suspension of all Stanley Cup playoff activity. We will come back, have our Islanders' birthday of the day, and talk a little bit more about Game 3 More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Choosing where to eat is not easy, especially now. I mean, you want Chinese, they want pizza, and someone is craving Froyo, but there's something for everyone on DoorDash. You've counted on restaurants, now they're counting on you, and while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the United States, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you could support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's locked on NHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. All right, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And again, for some reason, this week, a lot of Islanders from the 1993 playoff run are having birthdays today. Happy 
51st birthday to center Pierre Turgeon, who was originally the first overall selection in the 1987 NHL entry draft by the Buffalo Sabres, came to the Islanders in 1991-92 in the Pat LaFontaine deal, ended up staying with the Islanders for all of the rest of 91-92, two more complete seasons, and then was traded at the deadline in 1994-95 to the Montreal Canadiens. His best season by far, 92-93, 58 goals and 132 points for Pierre Turgeon that year. Also added 13 points in 11 playoff games for the Islanders. We're going to go back to one of his better games with the Isles, February 20th, 1993 at the Nassau Coliseum, Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins, goalies Tom Barrasso for the Pens, Glenn Healy for the New York Islanders, and the Islanders got on the board first midway through the first period, Pierre Turgeon, his 37th assist to Vladimir Malakov and goalie Glenn Healy at 9.43, Islanders up one to nothing at the end of one period. In the second, the Penguins strike back. Yaramir Yager gets his 23rd of the year from Rick Tockett and Bob Airy at 224. And after 40 minutes, these two teams were in a 1-1 low-scoring battle. But in the third, the Islanders get the lead. Pierre Turgeon again is 38th from Steve Thomas at 50 seconds of the third giving the Islanders that 2-1 to lead. Then, with Shell Samuelson in the penalty box, Turgeon strikes again, gets the hat trick. His 39th, Malakov and Thomas on the assist, Steve Thomas. Uh, and that comes at 2.07, to 3-1 Islanders. Larry Murphy gets the Penguins to within a goal two and a half minutes later. His 15th from Kevin Stevens and Sean McEachern at 4.43. But the Islanders clinch it. On an empty net power play goal by Uwe Krupp, his sixth, Pat Flatley and Tom Curvers with the helpers. Islanders skate away with a 4-2 win, 29 saves for Glenn Healy. For Pierre Turgeon, the hat trick on five shots on goal. The five shots did indeed lead the Islanders, as did obviously the three goals, the other Islanders with multiple-point games, Vladimir Malakov and Steve Thomas, each with two helpers apiece. So, happy 51st birthday to Pierre Turgeon, one of the great Islanders scorers of the 90s and the centerpiece of the Islanders' offense during that 92-93 season. Pierre Turgeon, have a great 51st, and uh, hard to believe he is already... 51 years old. All right, what do we expect from the Islanders? I think anytime Barry Trotz has an extra couple of days to prepare and get ready for another team, I think that's a good thing. I think the Islanders should be ready. I think they will be a little more rested and a little more sharp. And it's almost, you know, a benefit that they can think about what happened in Game 2 and be ready to take on the Flyers again on Saturday. Again, hopefully people will think uh, about the reason for this two-day delay and that things hopefully can be done to improve the situation 
in our country and make sure that everybody is safe and protected under the law. I want to wish everybody a great weekend. Enjoy game three. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.